Section five of Barks and Purrs. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Barks and Purrs by Colette Willey. Translated by Mary Kelly. Section five. She is ill. A bedroom in the country house. Autumnal sunshine filters in through closed blinds. She lies on a couch, apparently asleep, dressed in a white woollen gown. Kiki the demure makes his toilet on a narrow console table. Toby Dog, on the carpet, in a sphinx-like attitude, watches her, and at the same time is attentive to the words of his master, who is leaving the room on tiptoe. He, in a very low voice to the two animals, Shh! Don't wake her. Be good. I'm going downstairs to write. He closes the door noiselessly after himself. Toby Dog to Kiki the Demure. What did he say? I don't know. Something vague. Directions like, stay there. Goodbye. He said, shh. I'm not making any noise. Kiki the Demure ironically. They're astonishing. They say, no noise, and thereupon walk off with a step a deaf rat could hear two miles away. Some truth in that. He looks at the sleeping figure on the couch. Her face still looks very small. She's asleep. If you jump down from that table, don't land with a big thump. Kiki the demure stiffly. Ah, you're teaching me to jump now, are you? Oh, worthy counselor. Quoting. Put a beggar in your barn and he'll make himself your heir. What's that? Nothing. An oriental proverb. If I wished, dog, to disturb the silence of this room, I'd be clever enough to choose a rickety chair. Its feet would pound out a regular tick-tock, 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 in time with my tongue as I washed myself. It's a means I've invented to gain my liberty. Tick-tock, tick-tock, says the chair. She happens to be reading or writing, is easily irritated, and cries, Be quiet, Kiki! but I go on, unconscious of any wrongdoing. Tick-tock, tick-tock. She jumps up, distracted, and opens the door wide for me. Slowly, like one exiled, I cross its threshold, and once outside, laugh to find myself so superior to them all. Toby Dog, who hasn't been listening, yawns. What a sad week, eh? I don't know what it is to take a walk any more. I haven't taken any pleasure in eating, either, since she fell from her horse. Heavens! One can love people and care for one's stomach, too. Toby Dog with ardor. Not I. When she screamed and fell from her horse, I felt the heart crack inside me. That affair couldn't have ended otherwise. One doesn't go climbing up on a horse. People don't do such things. I see nothing but extravagance around me. To begin with, a horse is a fearful monstrosity. Toby Dog indignantly. Did one ever hear the like? Kiki the demure peremptorily. I happen to have had the opportunity of making a very close study of one. Toby Dog aside. He makes me laugh. It was the farmer's horse that grazed in the meadow. My life, for a whole month, was embittered by that roving mountain. Lying under the hedge I could see his heavy feet disfiguring the ground. I breathed his vulgar odor, 
and heard his strident cry shaking the air once when he was eating the lower twigs of the hedge i saw myself the whole of me reflected in one of his eyes i fled and from that day my hatred was so strong that i wildly hoped to annihilate the monster i'll go up to him thought i i'll plant myself firmly in front of him and the desire of his death will be so strong in my eyes that perhaps he'll die when he meets my look toby dog diverted and then kiki the demure continuing i carried out my plan but the horse i had waited for in fear and trembling just blew through his nostrils a long jet of foul-smelling vapour and i fell back in atrocious convulsions toby dog inwardly writhing with laughter you don't exaggerate kiki the demure serious never and she must needs go climbing on a horse's back holding fast to four cords one leg this side and the other that strange aberration we don't think alike cat for me the horse is after man the most beautiful thing in the world kiki the demure vexed and where do i come in toby dog evasive and courteous oh you're a cat but a horse and with her on his back what a beautiful picture they make high up in the blue air to gaze on it i have to throw my head way back on my thick neck the horse lends her his speed now at last she can race with me when i go off on a mad run sometimes i'm ahead ears floating back and tongue hanging out like a little flag the angular shadow of the horse on the road in front if i follow her a fragrant dust blows back at me it smells of warm leather moist beast and a little of her own perfume too the road runs under me like a ribbon that someone is pulling oh what a joy it is to be so little and so swift running along the shadow of a great galloping horse when we halt i pant like a motor between the legs of my friend who snorts and in the kindliest way puts down his fettered mouth and sprinkles me i know i know the horse with long mane a-shake hoofs heavy with tumult eyes glimmering white you are the last of the romanticists i'm not the last of the romanticists i'm a little bulldog that came into the world one evening almost under the feet of a chestnut mare she didn't lie down all night long she was so afraid of crushing my mother and her puppies a little bulldog like me is almost the child of a horse i lay in the warm straw against her warm flanks i drank out of the stable pails i used to get up when i heard the sound of hooves coming in and i took an interest in the washing of the carriages until the day she came and picked me out me the best-looking the most snub-nosed the stockiest of the litter ah <sighs> and there she lies so dreadfully quiet it makes me sad to see her with that little cloth still round her ankle you remember when he picked her up in his arms he held her and she's a lot bigger than i am just as if she were a little dog that he was going to drown kiki the demure bitterly i remember i was at the top of the stairs irritated by the noise but curious he came up and pushed me aside with his foot as he would have done if a piece of furniture had happened to be in his way is that why you stayed away from this room her room for three whole days kiki the demure hesitating yes and for another reason too what reason because of the fever toby dog carried away by his love 
Her fever smells better than other people's good health. Kiki the demure shrugging his shoulders. And they talk of a dog's scent. Truly the convictions of two paws are based upon childish fables. You know, of course, that fever... Toby Dog in a low tone. Makes one afraid, yes. Kiki the demure in a low tone. Makes one afraid, gives one cold, shivers down one's back, distaste for everything and uneasiness all over. One hesitates on the threshold of a room where there is fever, searching fearfully some hidden thing. She was in bed and burning hot. I looked at her a long time, ready to run, saying to myself, Who can be with her there, behind the curtains? Who is it stifles and torments her and makes her moan in her sleep? Toby Dog frightened retrospectively. There wasn't anyone, was there? No one but he. And the fever. He, the most intelligent of two paws, was leaning over her, listening to her breathing, dimly aware of an invisible presence. I overcame my aversion and looked at her. I was melancholy and jealous. He must love her, thought I, to go so near and defend her, to kiss her imbued as she is with the evil charm would he hold me to his heart if i toby dog imperatively Shh. what she stirred no toby dog alert looking at her no she didn't stir but her thoughts did i felt them continue kiki the demure who has recovered his equanimity i don't know what we were talking about the thief enough don't recall it Fever is the beginning of the thing one never speaks of. Toby Dog shivering. Yes, I know. I don't like an animal that can't move. You know what I mean? Kiki the demure laughing cruelly. <laughs> Nor do I. I can only eat live birds. And as for the tiny mice, I prefer to swallow them, squeak and all. Why does it amuse you to horrify me? You've a certain vanity that I can't understand. It consists in exaggerating cruelties that are already real enough. You call me the last of the romanticists? Aren't you the first to the sadics? Oh, dog, poisoned with literature. An eternal misunderstanding separates us. I'm a little bulldog, you replied just now, with that stupid sincerity which disarms me. Let me say to you, in my turn, I am a cat. The name is sufficient dispensation. There is in me a hatred of pain and ugliness, an overmastering detestation of all that offends my sight or my reason. When the concierge's cat dragged around his wounded paw, I threw myself upon him, fired by a righteous anger, and until he stopped his whining I— Toby Dog supplicatingly. Don't tell me. Kiki the demure getting angry. Understand, then, once and for all, if the pale recital of what I did upsets you, that I wished to abolish, to annihilate in that bleeding animal, the suggestion of my own inevitable death. They're quiet for a little while. Kiki the demure shuddering. <laughs> this confinement does us no good. 
I would gladly go out into the soft sunshine and do the Bayadir's dance, as he calls it, on the dry gravel among the leaves, which look like fried potatoes. Everything is yellow out of doors. My green eyes would reflect the golden sun and the flaming woods, and so turn yellow too. Now I'll think only of what is joyous and yellow, the beautiful cold autumn, the rosy dawn that leaves its colors in the foliage of the cherry-tree. Come, let's prove the strength of our legs, and enjoy to the full the consciousness that youth has only just begun for us. Who knows? Death may never come. He jumps down from the console table without making the least noise, Toby Dog stopping him. What are you going to do? Scratch at the door and strike up the hymn of the sequestered cat. Toby Dog indicating the figure on the couch. And doubtless waken her? Kiki the demure stubbornly. I'll sing in a very small voice. And you'll scratch with your tiniest claws, I suppose? Stay here quietly. He commanded it when he went away. Kiki the demure loftily. Does he command me? He beseeches me, and that's my only reason for obeying him. He sits down again, apparently resigned, and yawns slowly. Toby Dog yawning. You make me yawn. On the contrary, it's you who bore me. Temptingly. You're thinking what a good thing freedom is, aren't you? A hen has probably escaped from the chicken-yard. What sport you're missing! You really think so? I said probably. Have you finished exploring that rabbit's hole? Toby Dog disturbed. No, it's so very deep. I almost buried myself hollowing it out yesterday. The earth that stuck to my muzzle had some of the animal's fur in it. Kiki the demure more and more satanic. I suppose you'll finish that tomorrow, or some other day. Toby Dog sadly. Why not say next year while you're about it? What's the matter with you? Your shiny black lip hangs down like an L, and your froggy eyes glitter with tears. Are you crying? Toby Dog sniffling. No. Poor sensitive heart, console yourself. You'll have your pleasures and your friends again. At this very moment the farmer's dog is crunching bones in the kitchen to beguile the long wait for you. Toby Dog overcome. Oh, oh, the farmer's dog. She's not alone, either. That great Dane, the watchdog, keeps her company. Toby Dog rebellious. That's not true. Go see. Toby Dog, after one bound toward the door. No, that would make noise. You're right, it would. A mournful silence follows. Toby curls himself up like a turban and closes his eyes because he feels like crying. His breath comes in little sobs. Kiki the demure absently in a low monotonous chant. The dog, the little dog, the bones, the little dog, the rabbit, the great dame, the rabbit's hole, the little dog, the mutton bones, the rabbit's skin. Toby Dog at first endures the torture heroically. Then his nerves betray him, and, lifting his head, he howls the long plaint of the abandoned dog. Oh, 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 oh. 
Kiki the demure from the top of the console table. Will you be quiet? <coughs> Kiki the demure aside. That's it. That's it. She wakes bewildered, still captive of her dreams, while the cat listens patiently to the approaching step on the stairs, which means liberty for him and punishment for Toby Dog. End of section 5